to Expounded Universe, Season 24, Episode 8. That girl is poison! The book, World of Warcraft Shadowlands Shadows Rising by Madeline Rue, from the year 2018, with your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go! Everybody, welcome back to Expounded Universe. Let's Ay-oh. get yeah. Hey, let's get. Definitely what I wanted. Yep, a little uh, Tarzan boy. Yeah, I was about to drop the name of the band, and I don't remember it off the top of my head. I don't know. Baltimore is no. that? Definitely not. Not Baltimore. Not Baltimore. <laughs> no. are, are you sure? maybe <laughs> you're maybe sure <laughs> i'm possibly sure because <laughs> i've done it at karaoke a couple of times which is daunting i mean so it's not the, the it's thing not is, a hard song it's, it's just boy are you doing the equivalent uh, yeah. of four minutes of not and oz yeah, but it's, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. By, by daunting what i specifically mean is every time the page changes on the digital karaoke readout and it's another whole page of oh oh whoa, 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 which i can't do without actually get belting it so You'll you'll excuse me for not that not sounding right, but I really do need to be at full volume to do it correctly. Yes, <clears throat> indeed. Yeah, but uh, is it Baltimore? It is Baltimore. What the? Who's? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is why you don't step to my ass at Encore. Huh. I know. Granted, that has nothing, that has to, do nothing to do with Encore. Do with that. But you know, it's indicative of my larger uh, music trivia trends. <laughs> it's indicative of my larger penis. <laughs> it's in penisative. <laughs> Let's not be vulgar. Uh, <laughs> you see, because Dick. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? I'm fine. I'm just thinking about that that private penis I hired to solve a case for me. <laughs> penis for money. Uh huh. So um, <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> man, we're starting early in this episode. Normally, we work up to it, and we are just out the gates. It's okay. That just means it'll burn out of our system, I'm sure. I'm positive. <laughs> uh, clearly, by the third chapter of this book, we will have nothing more to say about penises. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the third chapter of this this episode in particular will be will not be penis concerned in the slightest. <laughs> Why would anyone think that? Uh, that needs to be another title I can have. Penis concerned. <laughs> Oh, it's like uh, being butt frustrated. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. So, you're good? <laughs> That's really important to me. It's very important that I know whether or not you're good. Yeah, it's one of the more important things in my life. <laughs> uh, good, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, because these chapters are, I mean, honestly, might as well buckle in for a weird one, because these chapters are not what I would describe as especially incidental. Yeah, I mean, I very nearly was like, should I just put another chapter into this? Just do four chapters instead of three like we normally do? Because mm-hmm. this is three fully just like, well, the second one kind of has some stuff. But the first and the third chapters we do here are like, oh boy, a character thinks introspectively for a moment and then is done. And you're like, well, yeah, good for them. Yeah, it's it's a lot of that. So we're going to be discussing what happened. I mean... At least we we established that my reading comprehension isn't as extraordinarily terrible as generally anyone might be led to think by how bad my mouth is. Oh, no. I don't even think it was a matter of reading comprehension. Just the way the chapter before was written was Mm -hmm. like, and then they disappeared. I'm like, who's they? (laughs) 
be specific. You you have two groups of people. You can't just say they. Well, what I mean by that is if you're just checking in after the last episode that we recorded, uh, at the end of when last we left our various disparate groups of heroes, so to speak, uh, Thrall and G Firepaw were having a secret meeting in a uh, ruined boat that apparently was not that far off the coast of Zandalar. Yeah. Um, along with Anduin and Jaina. Yeah, and they had he- found out that uh, after Matthias got taken by the Zandalari, that they uh, were, uh, like, they found notes that were basically in Thalassian that were like, oh, uh, it, definitely the Dark Rangers are here and the Blood Trolls are working with Sylvanas and something. So they had to be like, hey, so your, like, allies are very clearly, like near Sylvanas, and we want to make sure not working with Sylvanas, so they had a meeting about it. Plus, uh, you know, Anduin wants his spy master back. Yeah. So th- there's a couple of things going on there. And well, of course, Flynn wants his boy back. Yeah, Flynn wants his man back. That's that's not surprising in the slightest. He just found a brand new daddy, and it, he... <laughs> he can't lose him. Yeah, that's it's, it's not the right time. I keep losing daddies. Yeah, so... And also, I think my favorite thing about that meeting was that they had the evidence of those black arrows that are specifically fletched in that Dark Ranger style. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they hold them up and neither G Firepaw, who's there with uh, Thrall or Thrall himself, are like, yeah, I recognize those. Both of them are like, I'm going to have to take your word for that one. Yeah. We, we don't we, we don't pay as close of attention to our own erstwhile allies weapons as you guys obviously do. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, you know, <laughs> those are handled by, you know, the undead rangers who neither of us are. And when they shoot them, they're your problem now. <laughs> they go away from us. <laughs> we don't ever find them because they're in you. I feel like you, you have to have found some of them by now. You haven't been Sylvanas' friend for a bit. Like, both of these guys were present at the big old killing of Varrock, Sourfang, Mokgara, gone awry. Yeah, but that was all just dagger fightings. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, so, anyway, to get to the point of my reading comprehension, yeah, uh, Jaina opens up a portal for herself and Anduin to go back to Stormwind, and she's about to just fucking leave, even though a magic superstorm is bearing down on the ship, and it will definitely kill Thrall and and uh, and G. Which begs the question, how did they get there? Like, why did they not have a mage to open a portal for them? They do. They just didn't have the mage come through. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, that's all it was. They were just like, I don't know, uh, who's an important horde mage? Thalysra. Hey, Thalysra, open a portal. Also, don't come through so that we're just stranded there forever. We don't, we don't need you here. And she's like, oh, but I'm really, I'm ready to be in this book. No, pass. No, hard pass. <laughs> Thanks so much. We've taken, you know, we, there were a lot of interesting applications. <laughs> we did, however, uh, go with Thrall again. <laughs> <laughs> and G, if he's into it, screw you. <laughs> Fuck you, it's G's time. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I don't know what their plan was to get there or to get back. I assume the elements. <laughs> Probably the elements. Or they're just, I, I, maybe they were just playing to hearth back. I mean, like, we've established that hearthstones are diegetic and exist in the universe. Yeah, it's, it is definitely a question I had when I was like, wait a minute, how did you get there? And there's Especially no way- when we establish it's inside the storm ring around yeah. Zandalar, where you're like, then how the, what the f- Fuck, if you could just teleport in there, what are you doing? Why are you meeting here? And why do you even need help? Jump off the boat and use your water breathing abilities and just head on away. I guess he's a shaman. He has water walking abilities. Exactly. Fine. But even then, I'm like, why would you pick a random boat 
in spitting distance of Zandalar as your neutral ground for a meeting place for this anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Up until this point, I thought it was more or less just floating above Vashjir. Like, it was out in the middle of the ocean somewhere where you could have a fully clandestine meeting where no one will see you. But the first chapter of the book we're reading today establishes that, oh no, you can see it from the shore of Zandalar. Yeah, we immediately get into that shit in the first chapter. But yeah, they... Like, Jaina, when she goes to leave, apparently opened a portal for both them and for uh, Thrall and G, and just hucked them through a portal to go to Zandalar. Mm -hmm. But Apari, who is the character we will meet, or not meet, but be from her point of view for this chapter. Yeah, as a reminder, she's the bad guy troll that's trying to kill Talonji, has one messed up leg. is Head of the widow's bite. Used to be regular Zuldazar royalty, but is now a blood troll. Yeah. And she, like, just right off the bat gets told, like, oh, uh, turns out the storm didn't kill Jaina because she could see Jaina and, like, not just see the boat out somewhere, but with a spyglass could make out that it was Jaina Proudmore on the boat. Yeah, which is amazing. So cl- very close. Yeah. And, you know, no notice of the fact that, like, also Thrall was there. She doesn't seem to care about that so much. Uh, Jaina, granted, is the one who raided Zuldazar, and I'm pretty sure killed her parents. Uh, no. Not, like, directly, but her parent her parents died during no, the it's, siege it's on... her fault that, or Jaina's fault that she got her leg crushed, her whole deal. Oh, okay, so her parents died before that at some point. Well, yeah, because her parents... Oh, so her mom was Yasma. Exactly, I yeah. was like, no, her her mom is the one who like, betrayed and tried to overthrow the kingdom. Yeah, and again, as, as apology to people who are not World of Warcraft, I, I don't remember Legion all that well either, but or Battle for, Azer- Battle for Azeroth in this yes. case, um, that Yasma's just a raid boss from some raid. She's a spider god lady. Um, or, but I mean, or, sorry, she's a woman who worships a spider god. We get god. the backstory in this chapter. Yeah. Apari's like, oh, uh, my mom was a priestess for the spider Loa. <laughs> yeah, Shadra. And G or something. Yeah. She was like, oh, my mom decided, oh, I'm going to straight up just fucking murder the king of the trolls here, Rostakon, and I'm going to overthrow them. And I'm going to do it by essentially consuming my own Loa for power. Yeah. It's an interesting discussion because she basically establishes that her mom was not a believer in worshiping the Loa so much as just abusing the power that you could drag out of them as a full believer that the Loa were doing the same thing to you at all times. Oh yeah. She's like, Oh, the Loa get power from believers. And so it's only fair that then we get power from them. Yeah. And her mom is fully like, Oh, this isn't like a symbiotic relationship. It is a parasitic one and it is better to, you know, consume the host than be consumed. Yes. So she's like, Oh yeah, I don't give a fuck. They would kill me for more power in an instant. The Loa don't care about singular mortals, yeah. so I'm not going to give a shit about them. And if it comes down to it, yeah, I'll consume a Loa for power. Sure. Like, <laughs> I need a little, little Loa. You know, like a, like a small one. <laughs> a little Loa. You know, like <laughs> the Loa of burgers. Yeah. I, I need the Loa of hamburgers. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably rather eat a burger, but, you know, the Loa of hamburgers will do in a pinch. I am Wimpy, <laughs> the Loa of hamburgers. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. I will sacrifice you Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I am the priest of Wimpy Whataburger. <laughs> but I'd still eat Wimpy. I mean, yeah. obviously. Uh, so, yeah, her mom is very much like, oh, you don't trust an Aloha. You don't trust in a king. 
you trust in your hands and your poisons and your eyes. Yeah. Like, shit you can do for yourself. Very, like, survivalist mm-hmm. of just being like, no, don't trust in anyone. Just trust in yourself. Fuck everybody else. Get what you can. Yeah. Really nice to get some insight into the backstory and beliefs of that particular balloon full of purples that <laughs> I otherwise didn't give a flying shit about, even if I had been writing that content, which I don't think I ever did. No. I, you know, the reason I picked this is I'm like, oh, I have no idea what the fuck is going on, <laughs> so I'm just finding out myself. But, like, we also find a party was like, oh, I used to be best friends with Talanji. Yeah, there's a whole scene where they discuss how they think babies are stinky. Yeah, they're like, we were eight years old and she's... Like, oh, we, neither one of us wanted kids. I, of course, can't have them because, like, my lower half of my body was crushed. Yes. But even then, I didn't want them. And, you know, remembers a scene of, like, oh, me and Talanji would watch, like, new mothers bring their babies into a sacred bathing area. And we were just like, ew, gross. Why would you have one of those? (laughs) They just smell bad and are noisy. Yeah. Oh, I never want to have children. Yeah. Now, as a full-grown adult, she has clung to those beliefs, and she's become one of those people that's really annoying about it on the internet. You know, like, ugh, people should stop bringing their crotch spawn to Disneyland. It's for us, the (laughs) grown-ups. Ugh, you breeders out there need to get out of my way. I hate your moves and your carpet droppings. (laughs) I I spend way too much time reading about the worst people on the internet. Yeah, you should. I I really do. It's a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, Babies are cute, bro. Plus, you can beat them at racing. <laughs> I'm glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you ever want to feel good about yourself? Race some babies. Just be like, come on, you and me, baby. Let's go. And they're like, gub. And you're like, yeah, you can't keep up with me. You're a baby. Stupid baby. You should learn how to run. Yeah. Can't even walk. <laughs> That's why I'm the coolest and I deserve a gold medal. Hell, I think I'm probably better at pooping myself than this baby. Oh, nope. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, we established that she used to like Talanji an awful lot, but now, of course, there is no good blood between them. Yeah. She's like, oh, I used to, like, the reason she didn't go with her mom in the initial coup attempt is she was like, I fully was in love with Talanji, maybe romantically, maybe not. We're not really certain of their relationship fully here. Yeah. But she was like, I was so blinded by Talanji and thinking like, oh, she's a perfect cinnamon roll that could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Obviously, her dad couldn't be bad. He made someone as cool as Talanji. Yeah. And then was like, no, mom, I'm not going to go with you on your coup attempt. And then my mom died, and now I'm all on the coup train. Yeah, and so she's like, if I had been there, could I have helped save my mom? And I'm like, I really doubt it, you know? like, No, you probably would have just been an ad that gets summoned. <laughs> this is my daughter apart. Oh, she's dead. Oh, off-tanked. Oh, a healer picked her up. What the hell? God damn it. <laughs> One moon fire? <laughs> yeah, but she's like, even if I couldn't have changed her fate, at least I would have died next to my mom, who I loved for some reason. Even though we established that she disagreed with her on a number of fundamental levels. Yeah, it's like, oh, my mom was mostly a, like a horrid piece of shit that was like, fuck you, got mine as a troll. Yeah. Uh, But also, I wish I had died with her instead of... I don't know, living and being a decent person. Well, I just feel like as much as she was in love with the golden perfect cinnamon roll that was Talanji, that makes her the dark, edgy, brooding one, which means she needs to have these kind of conflicting thoughts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, listen to some Paramore or Chevelle. <laughs> Whichever one's more trolly. Whichever one has more troll. Which one has more trolls? What? What? Which one of the edgy bands has the most troll? <laughs> you decide. Listener, let us know which edgy band has the most troll aesthetic to uh-huh. them. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, you know, evaluate your priorities on why they have the most troll aesthetic because it's it's a pretty fraught topic. Yeah. Not- <laughs> uh, by the way, they do shop at fraught topic. No, obviously she's the edgy one, so she shops at fraught topic. <laughs> uh. Uh, but yeah, they... She's also really grumpy because her her to- Tora Toya Doya whatever her name is the other troll who's here with her like her her right hand woman yeah Toya um is uh, immediately is reporting at the start of this chapter like I don't know they just disappeared we were seeing them on the boat and now they're gone right as the storm got there they were gone yeah they and just she's like vanished she's like oh god damn it I didn't get J- the one who raided Zuldazar like she came in and basically upended the whole fucking city I would love to get her while I'm killing everybody else yeah she is the reason I have a crushed lower half. Her raid is what caused the pillar I was near to crack and fall on me. Yeah, so she's upset and is more or less like angrily lashing out at Toya. And Toya's like, what are you so mad about? You're going to get more chances to kill Jaina. And she's like, no, I won't. I will not live long enough to attack Jaina. Yeah, she's like, not only is the infection of my fucked up leg going to kill me, but also, like, throughout this chapter, she's like, oh, the sacrifice of the noble that they had in order to summon this big storm ring around the island is also just kind of roiling inside of her and eating her life force to sustain itself. Yes. And she's like, the only reason I'm even alive right now is because I still have the life force of the sacrifice in me as well, powering the storm. Yes. So I'm, I am barely going to make it to maybe see Talanji die. Yeah. And Toya's like, why don't you just get that thing amputated? We've we've discussed this on more than in more than one of these chapters already. Oh, yeah. She already brought up a Volpera surgeon who was like, uh, you could just get that thing chopped off mm-hmm. and then you would be fine. But she doesn't want that. She wants her leg to hurt because it's a constant reminder of how much little time she has left. Blah, blah, blah. Super edgy, whatever. Yeah. No, I don't want to survive and get rid of this reminder of. I don't know, someone else blowing up a castle that I currently want to blow up. Yes. Like, it feels weird that she's like, ooh, I want to get Jaina. She tried to overthrow the government, and that's what I want to do. Yeah. (laughs) Now, now that I've realized she had some very good points. Wait, goddammit. Son of a bitch. Um, So... Anyway, that, that that chapter ends with Toya reminding Apari that the two of them have agreed uh, with Nathanos Blightcaller. That's why she has the amulet of superpower. That's used to. I think it's the Ranger medallion that. Yeah, the medallion Sylvanas, that uh, she, he got is like the only human that has ever been an oh, Elven Ranger. Right. It wasn't Sylvanas's. It was a gift from either Sylvanas or Valeria, Alaria, whoever was running the, the Rangers. I at think the time. it was Sylvanas at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now it's Verisa. Uh, but yeah, the he. So he gave his one token of ultimate power over to her. She still has that. But part of that bargain was they have to take out a bunch of the shrines to um, uh, Bonsamdi. Yeah. The the, Loa, the troll Loa of death. And they need to get that done tonight. Like, you know, they're, they've been setting up. It's a cram session now. Oh, yeah. And they've only got, I think, two more to go. But she just immediately was like, all right, well, blood trolls, we're moving on to the next shrine. We got a fucking deadline to hit. So let's do this. Let's murder some fucking priests or whatever. Let's weaken that Bonsomdi guy. Let's kill Aloha again. It feels weird, given that I have, since, like, we started this book, gone back and begun playing WoW again. Sure. That is weird. That that, that should feel weird, it because it's weird. It feels very weird. It's yeah. very weird to me. Yeah. But going through some of the troll stuff in Zandalar and seeing what's going on, I was like, Man, they're putting in a lot of effort to be able to kill Bonsomdi when, like, the head of the fucking, like, the T-Rex Loa just gets 
got instantly. Oh, yeah, Razan. Yeah, Razan is like, oh, you're supposed to be like the Loa of Kings, one of the biggest ones. And they're like, anyway, I cast one spell on you and you're dead. Yeah, that was a weird moment. I was just like, wait, what? I feel like it's supposed to be like a difference in permanence. Like, you can probably kill the Loa and they'll just sort of pop back up like when you think you've managed to take out Droopy Dog, you know, and he's just like, he just opens another door. Here I am. You know, that kind of thing. It's like that with Loa. I mean, it takes a little while, but they always show up again. Yeah. Especially because that is another storyline that you will see if you go seek out the turtle Loa in that same storyline. Like, yeah, he got murdered by the same dark god, old god forces, but then it, it's immediately re- revealed that, no, he just re- regenerated, and now he's a little baby turtle, but he's going to become the big turtle god again. Uh. So I feel like Resign's out there somewhere being rebuilt. I don't know. I haven't played through the Shadowlands stuff enough to see if he's another one of the ghosts you can run into. I uh, never see him. Oh, that's too bad. I've done a, a lot of Blonsombi. A lot yeah. of... Uh, well, that was the weird thing is Blonsombi does not show up a lot in Shadowlands. He has a dungeon and that is it. Yeah. It's one where he kind of pops up and is like, hello, I'm going to be involved in the whole Ysera thing. Okay, bye. <laughs> I am technically here. I am not anymore. Good day. Yeah. Shouldn't you be here more? Not specifically... But just like all over the Shadowlands, right? Because you're like the god of death and this is like the realms of death. You'd think. Eh, no. No, no though. <laughs> no, instead the realms of death are to house people you killed in Burning Crusade. Yep. That's all just old Burning Crusade villains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the chapter ends with Apari and the Blood Trolls heading out to take out one of the last remaining Bwonsamdi shrines. Yes. And then we cut along to the next chapter, which is a Thrall and G chapter. Yep, they are currently in the bazaar uh, that is near the giant gold pyramid, mm-hmm. and it is super crowded. Even the with the like giant storm ring around there, they're like, "Oh, before that happened, this was still a huge trade hub." Yes, it's it, it even with the whole like the hordes not welcome here thing. There are enough independent factions all over Azeroth to make it so that this still place is still a bustling hub of activity. All the time. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, there's like some Pandaren here just hanging out because they're like, hey, we're on an island. You're on an island. Let's trade. Yeah. Like the Pandaren in particular uh, have joined both the Horde and the Alliance in small groups, but for the most part maintain a neutral neutral state. Yeah. uh, That is Pandaria as well as I think the Wandering Isle. I forget if it sinks or not, but but, uh, so... So there's uh, there's multiple independent Pandaren factions out there, so it makes sense that they'd be around. Yeah. There's also Vrykul and Tortolans and... Super weird that yeah. Vrykul are there. Yeah, it's weird because we, we... I don't remember the last time they established a, a, a Vrykul base anywhere that was not in the process of being dismantled or destroyed. Yeah, we get them in Legion before Battle for Azeroth, and then they're like, ah, oh, we're, I don't know, we're fighting for Odin on the Broken Isles. Okay, good for you. Yeah, and then you go trade with Zandalar. No, we 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 stay here. Why, why would we? I mean, maybe those are the ones because they do have port cities and so on in that one ta- that one it's island. It's the can go only to. collection of them I can think of that aren't either like actively evil or dead. Now. Or, yeah, like in the process of being devoured by proto drakes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Normally, whenever you encounter Vrykul, you're like seeing the last days of the Vrykul. Yeah, you're like, oh, here's the final remnants of a once mighty kingdom, and there's like a small keep full of them. Yeah, and then you go in there and you kill all of them to see if they'll drop that blue proto-drake, and they never fucking do. God damn it. Skadi, hand it over already. <laughs> Skadi! <laughs> Skadi, the god, the loa of engineering. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. And little little fluffy dogs. Little fluffy dogs. Well, not fl- more like wiry. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, uh, 
Thrall was worried that having to wander through the Zocalo, which is this kind of market space in front of the big ziggurat, uh, would be difficult because he's famous and an orc, and also he's traveling with the Pandaren. And he's like, there's no way we don't get immediately singled out and, and uh, shunted out of the crowd. But much to his think, joy, not joy so much as just sort of relief, uh, there's even other orcs around and so on. There's, it's very it's, cosmopolitan. It's busy. So he's like, great, we'll be able to blend in. No problem. I wish that, th- though, that Jaina hadn't dumped us off in the forest out looking, or like overlooking this place, because it's a real pain in the ass to have to do this long fucking hike. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're like, oh, we need to go talk to, you know, the leader who's, uh, you know, up pyramid. the top of a mountain that is made of gold. Yeah. So, shit, I guess we gotta go walk over there, because we don't have mounts or anything, we can't just summon mounts. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you'd think that they would just have four or five hundred mounts that are just in there, that, you know, just press shift P, boy, just, just, you guys just, I don't know what you're worried about, just close your eyes, just walk away from the computer. <laughs> nope, they can't summon them here, it's like the Maw in there. <laughs> Fucking Maw, number one reason I was like, no on Shadowlands, no thank you. Shadowlands I know success. you eventually learn the ability to run around in your mountain there, but still, fuck that place. Even then, no flying. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, so they're like, all right, well, this will be a trudge. And Thrall has a, like, little internal monologue of like, oh, why couldn't she drop us off closer? Although, honestly, it's probably best she didn't just drop us off in the fucking throne room, because I'm pretty sure Talanji would immediately murder us. Yeah, because it wouldn't be taken especially well if we just sort of popped out of a portal like, hi, we're we're horde leadership, we're here to start regulating and shit. We do not respect your autonomy. Yeah, we're just going to pop in here, like just waltz into your throne room like we own the place because we do. And then he was like, yeah, that probably wouldn't go over well. It's probably for the best that we did get dropped off. Not there. And he's like, of course, you know, if we did get dropped off there and she looked through the portal while we were coming through it and saw Jaina in there, she'd probably just throw us in jail as well. Yes. So this is all working out with one minor caveat, as G Firepaw is happy to point out. Uh, before he, you know, uh, magnanimously fades into the background, um, they are being followed, and yeah, not just, we've been we've been made, yeah, and not by the local like gold armor to constabulary and all that, but rather by some weirdos with white face paint. Obviously, the spider cult, the widow's bite, as they are known. Oh yeah, but he's like, you gotta you gotta like take a look around. There are six dudes in white face paint. They are rangy looking, like they look hungry, mm-hmm. and they are. On us. Yeah. And the only reason they haven't attacked is because we are in the middle of the busiest part of this bazaar. Yeah. And Thrall is like, oh, well, great. Because if there's one thing I love fighting, it's people who are hungry and desperate. I, I, I would rather fight all of these guards over here in their super gold armor on their raptors than like one crazy guy with a broken bottle. Huh. Yep. Here it is. Some very desperate, hungry rebels. They need to die yeah. so I can get to that giant gold pyramid. Uh-huh. <laughs> And right as he's, they have this conversation, they're coming up under the uh, the watchful eyes of some sort of enormous terror dax that I think is mostly just to let you know that, hey, I, I played this game long uh, enough to know that there's a big te- uh, pterodactyl in the middle of that big stairway up to the up to the uh, pyramids. Yep. Huh? Remember that? Huh? Huh? Then that's where they're fighting because Thrall's like, all right, we're still technically in the bazaar. They shouldn't attack us yet, but like, nah, close enough. They do death to the the horde and and her pe- or the death to the queen and her horde allies. They shout as they come charging at him, and he just catches the guy's spear and hucks him into the t- into the pterodax. And hop, and you go into the like 
perch that that thing is on. It's a big stone pillar. Yeah. It knocks him out. I was a little disappointed that it just sort of lands up there and stands up and starts yelling again instead of getting immediately devoured by the pterodactyl. That's, you know, weren't you kind of hoping for that, too? That I for sure thought, because he throws two people into that pillar, and I'm like, one of them's getting got. One of them needs to get at by that giant bird uh, or a uh, reptile or whatever it is. Yeah. Just humph. Humph. Done. But no, they just get up and keep yelling. Another one starts shooting blow darts at him. And in fact, the one who shoots blow darts at him is now known as Blow Dart. We start referring to her as such. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, I don't know any of their names, but I'm going to refer to them as like, uh, we got Blow Dart, Knives, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lil Jimmy, <laughs> Bread Boy. <laughs> Dude ate a sandwich once in 1985. <laughs> what up, Bread Boy? <laughs> How do you eat bread anymore? We got Bread Boy, noodles, scrambled eggs. <laughs> We're a very food-focused nickname group. Uh, well, how come his name is six times? Yeah, don't worry about it. He ate a pizza six times. <laughs> what, the same pizza? <laughs> he found a way. <laughs> he did it. Uh, but yeah, so they get attacked, and are, are we basically get to establish what kind of monk uh, G. Firepaw is as a result of this. He's a he's a Windwalker monk, because he isn't throwing beer at everybody. He's just he's running around doing jump kicks. Yeah, he just straight is like, hey, man. Uh, watch out for that blow dart. Anyway, yeah, it just like kicks a troll in the throat. Starts doing all kinds of bouncy jump kicks and shit. Yeah, does that leaping kick you get when you are a mm-hmm. uh, uh, wind walker. That thing that's ostensibly an attack, but is really just yet another mobility trick that monks have. Yeah, it's just a monk charge. Yeah, except you can point it in any direction. You don't need to target anyone with it. Yeah, you just be like, oh, I'm going to go over there. Whoosh. And at any point, you can press the button again to land with a, with a kind of thunderclap style radial damage input but why would you do that you're still moving you're going faster than normal you this is for catching up to a de- to a raid that wiped ah uh so they do some fighting and in the middle of it fucking rust or uh Rakan yeah. shows up and is like what up dudes we fighting hell yeah and yeah. gets his knives out he's so excited to see thrall that he's not even like worried or upset he's just like laughing about it. he's like hey it's fucking thrall what's up buddy hey you guys fighting i love fighting let me go fight. Oh, I've been looking forward to killing some trolls here. Ooh, I should really examine that statement. I am a troll. Uh. <laughs> the implications. <laughs> I'm one of them self-hating trolls. But he's like, all right, you two get on that weird <laughs> pterodax. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's probably going to go somewhere good, right? Look, and- I'm uh, right now going to be the flight master for that pterodax, yeah. and it'll take you to the top of the pyramid. Yeah, so ba- fuck ba- off. They're just like, uh, we're here to talk to the princess. It's of urgent importance. And, and, and uh, or queen, I guess she is. We got to talk to Queen Talanji. And he's like, oh, great. Get on that thing. I'll fight these guys. Boy, am I ever excited to fight these guys. Yeah, I got a couple of, you know, armor, like gold armor troop guys with me. But mostly I just want an excuse to get the old daggers out and go to town on some fools. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, G just leaps on up onto the back of this thing because he's got super leaps because he's a monk. Yep. Uh, and then he helps Thrall get up and off they go. They go dizzyingly into the sky. Whee! We get a whole description of what it's like to see this place from up high and how it's all weird to Thrall and everything. I'm like, dude, how do you not fly around on shit all the time? Have you not played your own game? No. No. Thrall RP walks everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and if he doesn't RP walk, he just, he just Jason, or not Jason, it's uh, Michael Myers style teleports to wherever he would have needed to be. Yeah, he he just RP walks unless he hears that someone's about to beat a boss and then he just appears there. Uh-huh. He's like, no, it's me. I, beat on, him. I got this. Hold on. I, I'm the I'm the hero. I will choose to show this person mercy. Oh, thanks, bud. Oh, good for you. Uh, you're still going to rain purples, though, right? That's all I care about. <laughs> we get a chest then instead of looting the body. Okay. Uh, okay, that's fine. Whatever. All right. All right. You, you just, you, the heroes of the Alliance got to get a piece, you know? <laughs> 
I want to carve off a chunk. <laughs> and if I see you walking out of here with, like, say, for example, a robot scorpion mount, there's going to be bl- blood between us. <laughs> I will end you. That will end the armistice immediately. <laughs> I want the Corcoran juggernaut. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they go flying up. And then we cut to them having their meeting with Talanji. And Talanji is mad. Just, you know, angry that she's like, oh, fucking guy's showing up. On my territory, they didn't call ahead. They didn't send me any warning. They just showed up like they own the place. Of course, I knew they were here before they ever showed up at the palace because I have spies. Yeah, so she was prepared and she was all like yelling about them. And then they just pop in angrily doing the whole like Aragorn pushing open the double doors and be like, we need words. And she's like, why would I listen to either of what what the fuck? What are you doing here? Isn't it bad enough that you embedded this Zakan guy in here? And I know you got other spies. Yeah, I got to deal with Rakan and Zakan. And now you two are showing up and he's like, well, sorry for the inconvenience. She's like, no, don't be sorry. Explain the inconvenience. And he's like, great. I'm happy to. We just got attacked by like random spider cultists in your town. And she's like, oh, anything that's an uprising or an insurrection isn't my first rodeo buster. I know what I'm doing and I have it under control. And that's when G pops back up out of the background to knock a poison dart at a thrall's shoulder and be like, indeed, under control. It's very clearly under control. You got it. And the other thing, which I love G for doing that, God bless you for being like, yeah, clearly. But I want to be like, hey, bragging that this isn't the first attempt to overthrow your government is not the big deal you think it is. Especially given that she's been in power for like maybe a year. Yeah, she's like, oh, look, this isn't my first time trying to quell people who hate the way I govern. You're like... That is not a brag, my man. You should not be like, oh, oh, I know how to deal with insurrectionists. These dorks are always rebelling. Who gives a shit? Oh, I have more gold to turn into things. Now, at that point, she gets like so mad that it's, it's specifically a G's little outburst. She's like, how dare you? What the fu- Get the fuck out of here. And that's finally when, when Thrall's like, nope, I'm going to talk and you're going to listen uh, because uh, we we're fairly certain your island has been inf- infested by Zylvanases. Yeah, you got Dark Rangers in here. Yeah. And it suddenly clicks for Talanji. She's like, oh, fuck. Okay, that makes sense for why all of a sudden the blood trolls, who used to just be like out in a swamp (laughs) making sacrifices and being shitty, are suddenly ultra super badass operatives that can disappear like ghosts. They have been allied with Sylvanas' super troopers. Yeah, so she has a moment where her, like, she gets... She ends up standing perfectly still, but she like want, she's like struck by this, and it's al- almost to the point where she needs to reach to find something to stabilize herself. She's like freaked out. Oh well, she's also like on the verge of death because as Bonsamdi loses health, so does she. Yes, so she is very weak. Yeah, but uh, this this uh, announcement from Thrall is enough to send her into kind of like a, a stunned silence, and then she finally get, manages to sputter out like, "What proof do you have of that?" And he goes. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the fact that you just reacted like, oh, obviously, is all the proof I need. But also, you have recently captured an Alliance spy guy who was showing up here because he believed this. And also, here's the shit that he had. Here's notes in fucking Thalassian. Here's some arrows that are very clearly Dark Ranger. Like, here's all the proof. And she's like, ugh, that fucking guy that's in my prison. I That I didn't talk to even though he kept asking for an audience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I just didn't do it because I didn't want to. Oh boy, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, God, this book does not paint Talanji in a good light. No. It's just every time she's like, I'm petulant and uh, and you're like, God, you are the worst at this. Yeah, the problem is it, it's hard to have a, a, a strong value judgment of these type. Like, if you play through BFA, then she comes off pretty good. 
Yeah, I'm she, saying the book yeah. makes it very bad. Oh, I know you are. I, I, what I'm saying is, in, in that story, you get the idea that she's the one who is genuinely worried that the blood troll uprising is going to be a real problem, and she's kind of going like, ah, you don't know what you're talking her, her father, Rostakon, keeps being like, whatever. They're never going to make it past the walls. We have a T-Rex, Loa. What the fuck are they going to do? Gahoon, what even is that? I don't give a shit. I'm Rostakon, and everything's fine. And I implicitly <laughs> trust my advisors, Zul and Yasma. <laughs> yeah, I'm big king fuck of Gold Mountain, and no one can touch me. So, you know, her thing is she's like, I'm going to go save my dad from his own dumb shit. Makes her look good there. But by this point, the only thing left that's really supposed to be her ace in the hole for why you should respect her in the slightest is just the divine right of kings, which if you don't have a particularly strong set of respect for that, makes her look like an asshole. It's it's just weird that she immediately begins doing her dad's thing because it's like, oh, the horde show up and her dad's like, we don't need the horde. We're cool. We can handle all of our shit on our own. And and I don't need any help. I'm the best. And then she's like, no, we do need the horde. We need them to help. Oh my God, there's a coup. Let's use the horde in order to do that. And then she's like, great. And now I'm the queen and we're going to help out the horde. And then immediately the book is like, anyway, she becomes her dad and goes, fuck the horde. We don't need them. And I'll handle all this internally because we can do it. And the worst part is that, you know, her dad was not as anti horde as, as she is now. No, like he was perfectly willing to let them set up a base camp. He mostly just didn't give a shit about them. He was like, oh, good. More supplicants coming to visit our mighty trade trade empire. Great. Good. They'll probably bring in money. Yeah. He's like, oh, wonderful. That's a whole other continent worth of trade. Fabulous. Yeah. So he was, but her, she was like, yeah, I like the Horde. I'm on board with them until they weren't angry enough about Jaina and Sylvanas. No, it's just Jaina. It's just Jaina. That's right. I'm, I'm mixing up my various people who hate other various people. Oh, yeah. Like, she, as far as I'm aware, doesn't particularly give a fuck about Sylvanas. Yeah, she's a single issue voter, and that issue is where is Jaina? Yeah. So... That's all. That's the reason she's like back out of the horde is she's like, I'm mad about Jaina. Oh, you won't let me kill one human. Yeah. So fuck this. So so I will let my entire kingdom crumble on the altar of let me kill one human. Yeah. Which, you know, even if they were to allow it, she wouldn't be able to take out Jaina. <laughs> be like, all right, here we go. I guess I'm going to end the armistice and turn into a raid boss. Great. It is just... Like, I get the, I want that war criminal to be punished for whatever, but the fact that she's like, also, I'm willing to just completely destroy my entire country over it is, you're a bad ruler. It's, you're bad at this. It, it, it's not painting her in a very favorable light, which is a shame, because like I said, when you play through BFA, she comes off great. No, she comes off as the, like, I'm the one willing to, like, sacrifice things and look to people for help in order to get things done, because that's how you work, and that's... How society works is we all help each other. And then this book immediately is like, fuck everyone else. <laughs> I'm, I'm hot queen shit of fuck mountain. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, at, the, at that point, <clears throat> Thrall's like, <clears throat> well, do you believe me now? And she's like, ugh, great. Yeah. Uh, all right. You can call in the horde, but I'm going to go protect the shrines. We're going to go do that right now. And he's like, you can't. You can't do that. There's dark rangers out there. There's blood trolls out there. They are specifically trained to fuck you up and yeah, the fact that he's like dude you don't know from dark rangers you haven't been in the horde for more than like a month you don't actually know the whole deal with dark rangers they are fucking scary and she's like well we're scary yeah we've got cool armor oh my my troll will go out there wearing 500 pounds of gold and that will let him win i have troll paladins <laughs> it's a whole new thing we can do yeah so fuck you buddy and that's where the chapter ends. Is her just going, fuck you, buddy. You can bring your 
a horde if you want, but I'm going to go on my own because I'm a piece of shit. Also, is that storm over now? How is he going to help? I don't know. Uh, The elements? The elements. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that's how it's going to work. So G is going to go ahead and meditate himself and do a Zen pilgrimage. Yeah, he'll go to that that mountain in Pandaria. And then from there... Well, it's past Legion, so he'll technically, I guess, go to the new zen pilgrimage zone that you get if you're a monk from legion i thought that was still the mountain no because the mountain gets taken over by uh demons so you go to a village oh, okay all right it's been a while since i went through the monk zone so you go to a village he'll go to the village take the portal from that village over to dalaran take the uh orgrimmar portal from dalaran and then from there <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> I mean, you think Thrall or Thrall just do it? He can hearth way faster than shamans can hearth. Like, oh every yeah, 15 but he's hearthed out to fucking Outland. Oh, that, yeah, the problem is his hearth is still set to Zandalar. <laughs> he should have just thought of that in the first place. That'd be amazing if that was how he solved this. If he was like, like, "Oh, hearth out of here," and then he just pops, pops five right. feet to the left. <laughs> oh fuck! God damn it! I knew I should have done that when I got to the new expansion. No, he's clearly hearthed to fucking Draenor, and they're like, "Dude, you're hearthed to the worst expansion. What are you doing?" <laughs> he's like, "It's where my wife is." Why does your hearth take you to the Exodar? That's like the least convenient. <laughs> Look, I, I deleted my hearth, but I don't have a toy to take me anywhere. All I have is the Dalaran hearthstone and the Garrison hearthstone. I have that one tabber that'll take me to the uh, t- tournament training grounds in ice, near Ice Crown Citadel. Yeah, I can go to the uh, go the North- tournament of champions if go, you want. You want to go to Northrend real quick? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Thrall! <laughs> no, it's fine. Let me just try my hearth again. Vashjir! No! A mile and a half underwater! Son of a bitch! I'm trying to figure out what the worst possible Hearthstone. I, I think it'd probably be the, uh, the, that, that spaceship that's over Argus. You can Hearth to that thing. Yeah. And at that point, you're like, great, I'm, least, I'm in another dimension. At least, again, that has a portal back to somewhere. That's it has true. to be like, oh, I'm Hearthed in, like, Desolus. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the middle of buttfuck nowhere that has no portals anywhere near me. Oh, boy, centaurs. Oh, good, great. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that's the end of the chapter. Meanwhile, it's time to check in with... Meanwhile, in the prison of that same golden pyramid. Yeah, Matthias is in prison, and no one's been willing to come down here and talk to him. Even though, you know, realistically, that would have been the first thing I would have wanted to do if, my, if I was the queen, and I found out that the spy master of the Alliance was here. I mean, she probably doesn't know it's the spy master of the Alliance, that's just, just some, some random dude. dude. Some random dude who got blown in by the storm and we immediately caught him. He's like, you probably want to know about that because that storm seems like it matters but no she's real busy and sick. oh no she just fucking doesn't care about anything because yeah. this book is like not nah, talanji sucks <laughs> meanwhile matthias is lying in the prison and thinking about how you know all things considered this is a pretty good prison he's like well they really went all out the prison is made of gold mm-hmm. i have a bench and then my walls are gold so they just god fuck these people <laughs> and i got an in bucket and an out bucket which is an upgrade from some prisons i've been in yep and he's just like, well, the only problem is I am as far away from anyone else as they could put me in this prison. I am at the end of the prison row, mm-hmm. and I am one of only like three people that is even in prison right now. And they even found his secret false bottom boot knife. Yeah, he's like, I got nothing. I, I can't even whittle for fun. I am l- staring at the ceiling, counting bricks and cracks to stop from going insane. Yeah, so he's been down here about three days. But this isn't his first time just having to sit around and be quiet. After all, he is a professional spy. So he's being fairly introspective and philosophical about the whole thing. And he is trying to figure out what possible angles are available to him, notably in the sense that there are two trolls assigned to guard his chamber at all times. Oh, yeah. And he's like, man, 
both of these uh, troll groups that come because he's like, I get basically one in the morning and one in the evening. They'll switch off. But there's always someone guarding me. So even if I did have a way out of here, they are very clearly not taking chances. But also, my guards are very green. Like, these look like fresh-ass recruits. And he's like, man, I'm fucking Matthias Shaw. I would have thought even one grizzled veteran would be on guard duty. Come on. I at least rate a dude whose name is is printed above his head. These guys all just say, like, prison guard. Ugh, come on, man. (laughs) Give me a named guy. Yeah, let me give me get like let me get like one dude named like Zoltroll Troll Mac, and he's like <laughs> Zoltor the Jailer. Yeah, exactly. One of those. And, you know, just I'm, I'm fucking Matthias. God, I, I I feel frankly hurt by this. But At he's least like, one Silver Border Elite. Give me something. Yeah, but he's just like, well, I'll try and make friends with them, or if not friends, at least conversation, so I'm not fucking bored. Yeah, and he's like, hey, hey guy, hey hey guy. Sucks being down here, right? This isn't any fun, right? And the guy's like, uh, yeah. And the other person looks at him and says something really quick in Zandali, which is the the troll language for Zandalar trolls. Uh, And and, uh, Matthias doesn't quite catch it, but apparently it's shut the fuck up. Don't talk to the prisoner. Well, yeah, because he's like, come on, man. And hey, don't talk to him. Look at me. Look at I'm dancing. They give a whole day off. He's like, all right, well, they're not going to talk to me today. I'll give it a whole another day. Uh Uh-huh. I'll wait. I'll try again the next day. And he's like, man, you know, it would be great fucking having a vacation. I wish I could go somewhere, hang out, maybe like, you know, just relax, you know? And he just starts like opening up to these guards. He's like, you know, I, I've always been kind of a loner, not really by choice. I just feel like if I'm around too many people, they can, they can see me, but I can't really see them. You know, you know how it is. And he just starts like treating this prison guard as a therapist, which is, you know, a perfectly reasonable way to bother a prison guard. So he's just acting like, yeah, you know, I, at one point I had this cabin I was working on somewhere in the, he just says the Highlands. So I have to assume it's an Arathi. Arathi, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's the only Highlands I know of or care about. Well, there's Twilight. There's the Twilight. Ugh, boo. <laughs> boo the Twilight Highlands. I boo the Twilight Highlands as his father. <laughs> But there's, like, mounts you can get there, and red dragons. And <laughs> Fair. There's nothing good in the Twilight Highlands. No, all that's there is bullshit and Cho'Gall. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, he's just like, yeah, and I was I was gonna I have my cabin there, work on my, like, carvings, my bird calls, you know. I'm pretty good at bird calls. I'm not the best at it, but I like to think I'm improving. That's why I'd work on them. Yeah. You know, I'll hang out, just, you know, take my boots off and put my feet in the grass and really just... Just hang out for a while you know, and just relax. Just get real weird with it. I'm going to be spend all my time naked. <laughs> but then, as he is having this conversation, like, he does manage to get a little bit of reaction. Like, one of them, like, looks nods. over and kind of, like, nods at yeah, him. He's like, like yeah. yeah, I get uh, it, man. I would also like a vacation. But he just starts imagining then. He's like, God, and I would love to have a vacation. You know. With him. Maybe, maybe with Flynn. I should call him. <laughs> <laughs> We could we could be at the cabin together and and then of course like I'd start saying like oh I never told you about my grandma and of course he would say you talk oh, too much you talk too much and I go oh well then I guess I'll shut up and then he'd take me in his arms mm-hmm. and I'm like my man yeah what is going on you here? might think that we are making fun of the previous uh, episode that we did or something I we are not this is actually what's happening <laughs> this is he, textual he just starts wha- uh, waxing rhapsodic about about uh, Flynn and his pl- his uh his brand new plans and it's lovely yeah and then we do find out about his grandma he's like 
Oh, and then I had a grandma, and her name was Pithonia. And then Flynn, of course, would go, oh, my condolences to your grandma. But then I would say it. I'm like, oh, this is exactly like when you're by yourself and thinking of what a conversation yeah, would be. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like, he's like, Pithonia, that's not a real name. What the hell? What's wrong with your grandma? And she's like, yeah, I've seen other people say mean things to her about her name. And it didn't go well for them. She was Pithonia of the Silver Cut Purse because she was one of the greatest thieves of, of Stormwind or whatever. Lord on, wherever I'm from. And then she got caught. And it was a choice. She could go to the hangman's noose or work for Stormwind. That's right. She's from Stormwind. There we go. Yeah. And she chose Stormwind. She became an assassin for probably King Lane. Probably. Given that she is a grandma to Matthias, who's already kind of an older guy. And he's like, yeah, they would send her out to take out anyone, and she would always make it look like an accident or a robbery gone wrong or anything but an assassination. Mm -hmm. But she was very good at her job, and she taught... Her daughter, my mom, all that she knew. And then when my mom died, she taught me all of that. Yes. So, Pithonia was really important and a fixture into why I am the person I am today. And I can't wait to tell uh, Flynn all about it while we sit on rocking chairs in the porch of our cabin in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And boy, I, you know, I wonder if he feels as trapped as I do. My mom, uh, my grandma forced me into basically being a spy for the Stormwind from when I was a small child. And I guess it's the same for Flynn. His mom was a thief, and then it turned him into a thief. Gosh, we're both trapped. We're so alike. And he just smells like leather and soap. soap. Sea salt. Oh, God. And again, I need to say, everything I have just said is 100% textually in the chapter. Yes, it's all in there, and it's great. It is wonderful. He is just like, man, when I get out of here, I'm going to find that man, and I'm going to run to him. (laughs) I'm like, this is amazing. I fucking love this. Yeah, he's got some moments where he, he starts uh, descending into Maudlin, where he, you know, he's like, look, when I sent Flynn away, I know that was the last possible thing I could do, was save the, man, the, the life of Flynn and his crew. A man who I just finally opened up to, out of, I, I don't know how that happened. I've never opened up to anybody for my entire life, and now he, look at this guy just bringing it out of me like instantly. What is happening? But anyway, I sent him away to save him, but he was still turning around to sail into an ultra-magic death storm. Oh, yeah. It's a... <laughs> Flynn with a haphazardly crafted crew on a shitty boat traveling through an ultra storm. And he's like, I've had longer odds on things, but not by much. Yeah. So he's he's quite convinced that, you know, he does. He has no idea, but he has a lot of fears that Flynn might be dead. Yeah. But, you know, why not fantasize about it as long as you're just stuck in a, in a, a prison cell anyway? But then when he gets his uh, lunch the next day and the prisoner guard slides it to him, They also slide in, with the food, a blade of grass. A weirdly described blade of grass. Largely because it said at one point, it it was thick too. Thick enough to take a slice of. And I'm like, what is it, like pie? What are you talking about? What does that mean? What, you've never never taken a piece of grass and like taken slices of it, just like peeled it like like a... Peeled it and sectioned it? Yeah, you know, like you had a fucking string cheese. I don't know. It was just a a weird moment where it described it. I mean, he's basically going like, oh, they gave me a piece of grass... Which, while thick, is not a knife and would not be able to cut me out of anything. Yeah, here's the description of it. A long, wide piece of grass. Perfect in every way. Firm enough to take a slice. Like from a fingernail. And I'm still like, what is that? Like you could cut a little chunk off it with a fingernail? Like you like stick a fingernail into it and kind of pry off a piece that's like a little crescent moon where your fingernail had been? Okay, I guess I get that. And the idea, and it takes a moment to go like, why would he give me a big, great piece of grass? Oh, right. I mentioned bird calls. And yeah, he, I talked about 
you know, doing bird calls and being in a cabin in the grass. Yeah. And so he brought me this grass because I, I, and he puts it between his hands, like in the prayer posture, which I don't know if you've ever tried to do that, but you like talk. Take the, the grass and put it in between your hands. I've tried it. and I am bad. I can do it. Um, I cannot. Uh, it really takes a very specific piece of grass, but I can do it. If you don't know I also words, can't do that, like put two fingers in your mouth and do the ridiculously loud whistle. I can't do that either. My, my mom can, and it's insane. Oh yeah. My dad does it. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus fuck. How do you do that? Yeah. My mom can make, my mom basically, and it's not two, it's, it's two fingers from each hand have to go into her mouth for her to do this. And it's why she goes like, oh, like that. And, and it looks like she's trying to make a funny face. Uh, and then it's she makes a, a noise louder than a rape whistle with an air horn strapped to it. And I've never figured out. And at one point, I was like, how do you do that? And she goes, you know the weirdest thing? I'm inhaling. And ah. I'm like, that is fucking insane. How are you? What, are you? <laughs> yeah. I've, I'm like, I have no idea how that works. I'd, I've tried and failed on multiple occasions, but good for you. Yeah. So I know about the whole, like, blade of grass in between the hand. Yeah, you can make a weird call. If you can, bl- if you blow one, it'll make a resonant noise. It kind yeah, of like vibrates a, the grass. Makes like a duck call, basically. You can get yeah. kind of a kind of noise. Um, so I can do it a little bit. Uh, just want to make sure that people don't know or people do know what the fuck we're talking about because yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that's a universal experience. Yeah. So that is a thing he gets, and he's like, while I'm in this prayer post- posture, I may as well, you know pray for my man and his safety yeah so i'll just pray to i don't know the light i guess whatever generic thing i do i pray to <laughs> whatever i don't know thing i got uh-huh it's not really a lot of gods outside of a loon that really are kicking around here we got titans we got light we got naru the problem is every time they establish someone who worships a god they are very quick to go through and be like oh and by the way the god's a demon or just kill Jaden again or <laughs> It's a titan, or it's, it's a, a construct. It's a big robot. It's like a storm or something. It's a loa. It's it, a loon is like the only. Even a loon now is at the at the risk of of not being specifically just the only god you've ever heard of. Because now we've met her real, very real sister, uh, who presumably uses more or less the same model that a loon would if she was wandering around. Had she the means? Had she the means? So who knows? Who knows what's going on with the gods of World of Warcraft? It's a wild concept. Weird. But he's just just doing a regular prayer. I'm sure he's including everybody. And he's like, I don't know, Konzu, uh, Konzu, <laughs> a big mechanome from the one raid. You know, just help me out here, buddies. <laughs> hey, Mimiron, you got Mimiron. anything in there? <laughs> Mimiron, if you're listening, lend me your head. I'm not. People are flying around in my hollowed out head. I mean, they're not. They're flying around in the hollowed out head of my like robot. But still, you know. It's fine. It's it, Mimiron's head it in that Mimiron. it belongs to it, Mimiron, it belong- not that it is Mimiron. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. That's my head now. <laughs> Took me forever to get that thing. Uh, anyway, that's where our chapters end. Uh-huh. Exciting, right? Great. How much wheel spinning can you do in a book and still have it qualify as literature? Uh, well, given how many books we've read of Star Wars that are that, yeah. a lot. Uh, uh, just most. Just so many. So yeah. goddamn many. I read something just the other day that was people complaining about decisions made in the books, and and they listed a few things that have happened in the books that they were mad about because they didn't oh, yeah. happen in the games. No, I, the, the Garrosh Gets Released one mm-hmm. is one of the famous ones where when I finally heard that that had happened because i was like wait why the fuck is garrosh running around we beat his ass and they were like oh it was in a book i went that's the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard why would you do that the other one apparently was the death of karen grim totem like the uh the uh, bane blood or karen karen bloodhoof yeah uh who's bane the current leader of the Torrens' father and had been the Torren leader for the first like two or three expansions was apparently killed in a book yeah much you know going out like chewbacca they probably hit him with a moon the moon hit him. It's just some moon. 
Hey, I play a moonkin primarily. I know I can summon moons. I got moons. Yeah. I got moon moons. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's where the chapters end. I don't know what's going to happen in this book. Probably nothing. <laughs> Probably. Probably it's just, uh, we beat up the blood trolls and that's it. I mean, I know Nathanos dies off screen. Some maybe, point. Some point. So maybe, that, maybe that's where this ends is they, they feed Taronda, who's been in one chapter of this book, to Nathanos, who's been in two. Uh. Oh, no, it would be the other way around. They feed her to he, him because she's the one who kills him. It doesn't yeah. go the other way. Uh, but anyway, hey, if you're excited about World of Warcraft stuff. Weird. Weird. Why? <laughs> Don't do that. This was a mistake. We should we should be doing Star Wars like always. Nah. Um, but if you want to hear us talk about some stuff from the World of Warcraft universe, then why don't you head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash system mastery, and support us at that, what is it, $4 a month level? That wonderful $4 a month level, which will unlock not only two types of bonus show, because you'll get the uh, expanded expanded universe where we talk about shit from this this show. We go into deep dives into the lore and the story that behind the story. But you'll also get the bonus content from System Mastery. And that means you're getting, I am not kidding, hundreds of episodes of bonus content the moment you pay your first $4. Oh, yeah. You got just days worth of shit to listen to. You really do. Uh, plus, you also get ad-free versions of all of our, our main feed shows. And also, they're now all on one convenient feed. Yep. That's super great. If you just want to be like, oh, I I don't want to listen to a commercial for McDonald's when I listen to this, great. Give us a couple bucks and you don't have to. Yeah, because I just had to check the, our episode to see what episode number it was because I had forgotten. And sure enough, there's a commercial for a Big Mac at the beginning there, and that was annoying. So, you know, sorry. I wish we didn't have to do that, but we don't. We, we, we you know, we, we want you to dodge it the way most people should by giving us like 2 to $4. Exactly. That's all we're asking. That's it. Yeah. And otherwise, more ads. <laughs> It'll soon be more ad than show. Oh, good. Then we'll be like most famous podcasts. I know. We'll be like any podcast by actual famous people. Yeah. Don't worry. We're, I'm, I'm kidding. We're being facetious. That'll never actually happen. It's no. Not more than it already has. Yep. I'm sure. We are at maximum ad. We are. Eh, unless someone comes along. Yeah. Unless, uh, you know, MeUndies makes, di- makes an offer we can't refuse. <laughs> oh, MeUndies. Her <laughs> <Hire> MeUndies. <laughs> Yeah, if they offer us a trip to Ireland, then we'll... Then, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. take that. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, listener. I'm going to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much for listening. Stop by the Patreon and support us there if you can. Otherwise, I've been uh, Matthias Shaw, the storm, master of Stormwind. And I'm Big King Fuck of Gold Mountain. <laughs> <laughs>